book, God Without Religion, by ascetic and mystic Shankara Sharanam. God Without Religion offers a groundbreaking bridge between organized religion and personal spirituality. For more information about Shankara and God Without Religion, please visit the website godwithoutreligion.com. That's godwithoutreligion.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeedy, indeedy, indeedy. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, and that is exactly who I am. Dr. Pat B. You better be. That'd be me. And Mr. B. And you're Mr. B. Yes, ma'am. And boy, do I have a room full. You I do. have a room it's full getting hot of in people here. today. Take out my jacket. Got a lot and of other bodies in here. Usually we're... Where it's just us two. I'm telling you, the vibration in this room, we're going to pray that the technology stays on and working whoa, during whoa, this I'm show I'm at the head today. here. I, I know you I will are. make it happen. I know you are. Uh, I want to first thank everyone for the response, the questions, and uh, the, the, the um, actually the wonderment. I mean, the, the whole idea of sacred activism is, uh, is something that you all have responded so positively to that we want to make sure sure that all of your questions get answered everything that uh you you need to know you know about about the upcoming conference and today is you know without a doubt one of the most powerful programming hours uh, that I have had, that I, ha I will be experienced since being on air. We have with us three amazing individuals who are also presenters at the upcoming conference. Now, before we speak about who they are and what we're going to talk about today, I want to announce a very, very special offer and the offer goes out to you all that listen to the dr pat show and it is this from the creators of the sacred activism conference for those of you from now until guess what saint patty's day Ooh, the friday the 17th I'm, right. I'm looking forward to that from this day through next week till next friday and that is including all all day friday we would like to invite you to the Sacred Activism Conference, which is, by the way, it is uh, May 11th through the 14th. Now, this offer is that you can buy one ticket, and the ticket could be for the one-day event. You could buy a ticket for two-day a two-day pass. 
You could buy a three-day pass or you could buy the full conference four-day pass. So here it is again. You can, any one of these purchases, the one-day, the two-day, the three-day, or the four-day. Now, this is kind of an amazing offer. If you buy one, if you buy one pass, you will get one free. You see what I'm saying? If you buy the four, the, the entire conference pass, you will get an another, a, a completely right, the equivalent free. If you buy the one day, you get another one day free. This is a limited offer because we want to make sure that you all have the opportunity, the opportunity to come to this conference. Many, many things happening. I'm going to be doing a session there. And so the way to do that is to go to the Wisdom University website, which is www.wisdomuniversity.org. And uh, there will be a special offer for Dr. Pat listeners. And you will need a special ID promo. We're going to have a, an announcement. Benny's going to cut one. We're going to be able to say this over and over again. I am? Yes, you are. Oh, good. But... You, the code that you will need to put in when you buy your pass, you ready? None other than Dr. Dr. Pat 01. <laughs> Dr. Pat 01. Of course. Dr. Pat 01. Well, numero uno. There you go. You're the first. Dr. Pat 01. And that would be the Dr. Dr. Pat 01. Go get your pass. Now, this is from today. It, it starts today. I'm hoping it starts today. So, Stephanie, if it doesn't start today, give us a call here, okay? Starts today, and it will go till Friday. And today's show, we are going to be talking about sacred activism. We're going to be talking with three amazing individuals, people right here in our backyard. They're right, right here. Right here, even though we're going to have these presenters that are coming from, like, I don't know, all over the planet. If they're in your backyard, you can have a barbecue with but them. But we have, you know, David Bloom, who's joining us, who is a uh, ordained American Baptist minister. We're going to have Reverend, Reverend, uh, Reverend Rabbi Ted Falcon here. And he is, I, Ted Falcon is amazing. Uh, I've seen him many times, and we're going to be talking with him. This is an amazing panel right here on the show. And then, of course, we're going to have Jamal Rahman, who is a, a Muslim Sufi. Did I get that right? Yes, did I get this all right yes, for you? Yes, yes, Chime yes. in if I don't. This is the kind you of show we right. do. Yes. <laughs> okay. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a yes. <laughs> I know. It's, it's my, my team is saying, okay, did you practice this? I'm saying, you got to be kidding. How can I get this wrong? They're going to be here. They'll correct me if I get it wrong. So what we want to do is we want to have you all get ready. Uh, get your questions ready if you have them. Uh, get ready to tune in, chime in, and we're going to go to a short break. When we come back, we will be speaking with these three amazing individuals about sacred activism, about the things that are going on in the world, and about how important it is to get off the couch, to get off the couch and participate and the conference isn't going to be about somebody standing up and talking at you there will be panels that will be created there will be ways to get involved there will be the numerous topics to talk about for example there will be uh, poetry there's going to be music there's going to be pa uh, panels that absolutely will talk about situations in the workplace that will talk about 
uh, interfaith spirituality, that will talk about health care, education, values discussion, that will talk about the messages in the media, fundamentalism in the media, social justice, healing the wounds. I can go on, but I won't. I will let my guests do that. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a shorty so that we can really get rolling here today. I'm here with... Mr. B. And why don't you all say hello to everybody? Hey. Hi, hey, Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody. We're glad it's like to be it here. on your backyard, yeah. like I said before. They sound like the choir. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. Stony ground. There's no room. No space to this is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call Bobby at 206-550-6316. That's 206-550-6316. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch of Crown Hill Chiropractic with your Maximizing Living Tip of the Week. When seated, the average person will breathe in 30% less oxygen, which can lead to mental and physical fatigue. If you're seated for long periods of time, make sure you stand and stretch every hour. Also, take in a minimum of six deep breaths for every half hour you are seated. To learn more about maximizing your life, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul, but right now I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. The Empowering Your Life Seminar is coming to Seattle, April 28th to the 30th. Are you ready to do the things you wanted to do? Create what you want in life now and in the future? Empowering Your Life techniques give you the power to make personal changes quickly and easily. You can change your life and you can change yourself. It can be painless. It doesn't have to take months or years. It can take weeks or days or no time at all. For more information, call 800-800-MIND. That's 800-800-MIND or visit nlp.com. Our past is deeply rooted in the earth, and our future depends on our ability to create a relationship with her now. The Pacific Northwest welcomes Pepper Lewis, founder of Peaceful Planet and gifted channel of Gaia, the voice of Mother Earth. Pepper offers a unique experience bringing insight, direction, and guidance that can inspire and reawaken your purpose in life and your commitment to the planet. Experience the soul of Mother Earth on Saturday, March 25th at the Quality Inn Conference Center in Everett or on Sunday, March 26th at the La Quinta Inn in Tacoma. For more information, call 425-398-8011 or visit thedrpatshow.com for an event flyer. 
Wisdom U presents Sacred Activism, integrating soul and service to build a wisdom civilization. This exciting four-day conference will galvanize its participants to develop a deeper connection between their spiritual practice and social action. Spiritual beliefs and social action equals sacred activism. Do you feel you've lost your voice? Find a language that will assist you in reclaiming the sacred center of your entire being and offer you direction to stay ignited. Beginning the conference Thursday, May 11th, it's the Sacred Activist as Mystic Warrior and Healer, an all-day workshop with New York Times bestseller Caroline Mace and scholar Andrew Harvey, who has written and edited more than 30 books. Throughout the conference, you'll hear from inspirational speakers such as Robert F. Kennedy Jr., author and environmental activist, Bill Grace, founder of the Center for Ethical Leadership, Marianne Williamson, internationally acclaimed author of Everyday Grace. Closing the weekend will be a special Mother's Day workshop with a mystery school founder, Gene Houston. The Divine Feminine is a gateway to a wisdom civilization. Register early and save. Linwood Convention Center, May 11th through 14th. For more information or to register, go to www.wisdomuniversity.org. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Tell your friends the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Great tune. Let's tell everyone who is singing that. Let's well, give everybody a shot. These are our lovely little interns, right, it's, that help us out? It's one of, uh, yeah, I've got some great folks working with the Dr. Pat Show. Awesome. And Nick, by the way, uh, who is is the uh, great, uh, you know, he, he's a he's one amazing playing the piano. piano mm-hmm. oh, pianist, actually, pianist. that brought this is, you know, this is their first song. And, and this is the first time, right, mm-hmm. that we're hearing it on the radio. On the air. And um, I love the tune. And it really is in the spirit of what today's show is about because the bottom line to everything is you've got a dream there's something that you you're longing to do there are things that you like in the world there are things that you don't the question is what action are you taking and in nick's case i think he got really tired of me saying nick how's the how's the song going how's the song going and we're kind of saying that in a different way by saying there is a place it is a gathering it is a place where people can come you bring their uh you bring their perspectives have a conversation tap into the perspectives of other people and in one voice get to explore the possibilities that thing that we're calling sacred activism and today i mentioned that my guests are three of the esteemed presenters that will be at the conference uh david bloom uh rabbi ted falcon and of course um we have uh jamal Rahman. and thank you Thank you all for coming to the show today. Thank it's a you. pleasure to be here. I love that. It's like three-part harmony. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So let's start the conversation because, uh, out with this exploration of sacred activism. And I, I'm really interested in what your, you know, your personal experiences have been with, quote, what we're calling sacred activism. Is it a new term? Is it something that's been in your practice and the principles for you? And how do you uh, incorporate that into your spiritual practice? And, and please uh, say a little bit about who you are and... And where your, you know, where your ministry is, because I want folks to get to know each of your voices. Do you want to start? There you go. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm Ted Falcon. I'm the rabbi of Beit Aleph Meditative Synagogue. 
kind of guiding a meditative approach to Jewish spirituality, Jewish tradition, Jewish text. And just in terms of sacred activism, in the Jewish tradition it's called tikkun olam, the completion of creation. And it is the reason we are here. We are incarnated beings uh, having taken form to perform a work of healing that requires our bodies and our mouths and our minds and our skills. And um, in the healing is a reclaiming of our essential wholeness, the essential nature of our being. <clears throat> The story is often told of a father who wanted to entertain his daughter, uh, give her something to do so he could read the paper, and he took a picture of a world, a map, out of the paper, made it into a jigsaw puzzle, gave it to her, and in two minutes, she said, it's together. And he looks and he says, how'd you get it together so fast? And she says, well, Dad, listen, on the other side of the picture of the world was a picture of a person. And all I had to do was put the person together and the world took care of itself. Yeah. Now, I love that story, mm -hmm. but it has a deep meaning. Because it's not just putting ourselves together physically. It's putting ourselves together as the essential spiritual beings we are and reclaiming the wholeness of our identity. From... That wholeness and from that spiritual awakening flows an ethic, flows a morality that's not a morality of rules, but it's a morality of the compassionate heart and of the awakened mind. And it is that morality which underlies and supports what gets called sacred activism, not an activism which is coming out of creating more dichotomies, creating more polarities, but an activism that is coming out of a recognition of the essential wholeness of each and every human being. Mm. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Rabbi Ted Falcon. That's beautiful. Thank and you. boy, I'm telling you, uh, this is, this show today, um, I, I don't know about you all listening, but I've got what you call the proverbial chicken skin right now. And we've got uh, a, a panel of people here to talk about this. And so today's show is really a show about the heart. And so that's what I invite each and every one of you to do is go to that place deep inside you that, that you know resides, the magnificence and the light of who you are, because that's what we're talking about. Um, thank you. Okay. I'm David Blake. David, thank you. I called you an ordained Baptist minister. Is that correct? That's correct. All Amer right, there Amer we go. American Baptist. American Baptist, okay. I have been for many years an activist. That is the way I have engaged the world and the way in which I think, or by which, many people who know my work um, uh, would recognize me. It's an activism that has grown out of um, my own call to ministry, which has, through which I felt very deeply God's call to be a reconciler, a reconciling force in the world, but also a person who tried to work for, for justice, for fairness and equity, for um, building a world whereby people, particularly those who live on the margins, have what they need to, to thrive and to, uh, to thrive in their lives. 
And I would say, quite honestly, that most of my, my work, which has been in the ecumenical community, I worked with the Church Council of Greater Seattle for nearly 20 years, um, has been on the activist side. And then some years ago, I discovered Henry Nowen who is a well-known, now deceased, but a well-known and much-beloved Catholic spiritual teacher and mystic, in which he talked about um, kind of the three three disciplines of the contemplative life, uh, the discipline of solitude, the discipline of community, and the discipline of reaching out. And you see in this threefold discipline a practice that focuses on the inner life, the life of prayer, the life of reflection, the life of meditation, uh, in which whereby we try to open our hearts to God and God's word for us. And then we move from there into into embracing our brothers and sisters uh, by uh, acknowledging and affirming the importance of living in community, being in relationship with one another, not only with people like ourselves, but trying to build relationship across all the kinds of boundaries that separate us. And then finally, uh, the third step of, of um, the third discipline of the contemplative life is the reaching out, um, where we move out of ourselves, out of our own egos, and see that God calls us to a larger sense of self, a, a sense of self in, whereby we are identified uh, with the lives of others in and through uh, their experiences. And that was a very moving kind of, um, kind of thought for me. Coming out of a Baptist tradition, which is very verbal, very demonstrative, the whole notion of solitude, the whole notion of approaching God in silence uh, was revolutionary for mm. me. Um, I, I attended a, um, a Catholic eight-day silent retreat a few years ago, which was a profound experience for me. And at the end, as we all reflected aloud when we were allowed to talk about, about the experience, um, I noticed that well, this was really new for me because, you know, I'm a Baptist and you know, we don't have this kind of this tradition of silence and uh-huh. contemplation. But we have this old call to worship, which goes, the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence. And then we go right on talking. And so I am, uh, I am on a spiritual path myself in terms of learning a new way of prayer and a new way of relating to God, um, f- first instilled in me by Henry Nouwen and, and now more recently by other uh, spiritual teachers, the importance of simply uh, sitting and being uh, in a state of contemplation and listening for God's uh, work speaking as, uh, uh, as it says in the scriptures, uh, in the stillness. And, uh, and contemplating that and then trying to understand uh, where God is calling me uh, to move next in my life. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. And you know what? It's really interesting you're talking about that because I come from a, my dad was Catholic, of course, and my stepmom was Southern Baptist. And so you can only imagine what dinner was like. Mm right at that table uh, it's it's hard to ask a question and then get no answer but uh it's all in the spirit of our spiritual journey isn't it i mean it is all in the integration isn't it for a lot of people uh thank you well what can i say uh my next guest uh and we're talking about for those of you that have just tuned in uh you are listening to the dr pat show today's topic is about sacred activism and we have three of the esteemed presenters here with us as i said earlier uh david bloom who just spoke who is an ordained american baptist minister and of course rabbi ted falcon who uh spoke first and and shared with us a beautiful story and now we have jamal rahman who is a 
a Muslim Sufi and currently a co-minister, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, right yes. at the uh, Interfaith Community Church. That's right. So thank you. Thank you to, to the three of you. So, okay, sacred activism. Yes. So you've been doing this all your life? Uh, well, uh, let me first say who I am, Jamal Rahman. Yes, thank and you. co-minister of the Interfaith Community Church. And uh, at this place, is actually it's actually a real church building. One of our many bragging points is the oldest uh, church building in Seattle, actually. Mm -hmm. And in this place, we aspire to uh, create and foster a living, breathing interfaith community. So the congregation is largely Christian, actually, but we have Muslims, Jews, Hindus, Buddhists uh, in that uh, community. Everyone is welcome? Everybody, any, everybody is right. welcome, absolutely. So that's and what we mean when we say interfaith. Yes, yes. Yeah, so you're not going to shut the door. No, no, no. We say interfaith means you remain rooted in your own tradition, yep. but become a better Muslim, better Christian, better Jew by being open to the beauty and wisdom of other traditions. That's what we say that's interfaith wonderful. really is about. Thank you. Now, now sacred activism in the uh, Quran, about which so much is said and so little is known, <laughs> uh, every human being is a sacred activist. Uh, in Islam, uh, in the Quran it says the human being was fashioned by God from water and clay and then infused with God's breath. So every single living being has God's breath in it. Then the human being is also sacred because it is interacting with the other which is also sacred. In the Quran there's a verse which says every soul where you turn is the face of Allah. Mm. Everything is from Allah. It is, it is sacred. Which is why it is so important we distinguish between form and essence, something we talk about all the time in our group, between uh, uh, behavior and being. The Quran says to every human being, you are God's representative on earth. So you have uh, a, a sacred responsibility to the earth. That's the sacred part. As far as the activist part is concerned, I want to give you a quotation from the Quran, which says, O human being, we have given you two eyes, two lips, one tongue. We've taken you to the steep incline. And you did not sometimes climb that steep incline. He says, what is that steep incline? Of course, it is about helping the poor and the marginalized, feeding them, taking care of them. But most important of all, it is about freeing a slave. So a sacred activist has, among other things, to really become free and free others, free others who are enslaved. That is the true definition of a, of a sacred activist, through your thoughts and through your behavior. Thank you. Now let's kick back. Thank you so much for that story because I'm going to pick up right there. I'm going to pick up right at that point right there. Um, and, and let's have a conversation about this because, you know, I think we get a couple different sides of the story. I think there are some people that would, would ask the question, I mean, uh, you, you know, is this world a sacred place? You know, is there hope? Is there, are there things we can do? Are we, are we beyond the hope? Um, sacred activism, a conference. Yeah, sure. I mean, what is that going to do? But let's talk about the slave. I mean, let's talk about those that you know, are just agonizing, wanting to be free, and those that absolutely cannot see themselves free. And let's have, a, let's have a conversation about the purpose of this conference and how those things that you've just shared will, be un, it will unfold. And be an invitation for anyone, regardless of where they are in their lives. Who would like, just jump in. You know, I, 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 sorry, go ahead. As, as long as we have breath, Pat, we, we can have hope. Um, 
in in Genesis, in the creation story, uh, it says that God created the world and then said that it was good. And I, we come from three traditions that honor that story and that believe uh, at, at the root of our being, at the root of our faith traditions, that creation is good as in, and, is, and is intended to be good. And that we are, uh, and that in creating man and woman, uh, God intended for humankind to live a, a, a life of, of, of fullness and unity and peacefulness. The problems we have had is, uh, are the problems uh, of division and greed and violence violence uh, that uh, that have been that have negated the essential goodness of God's creation uh, and it is the faith traditions that lift up a higher vision of what God intended in creation from the very beginning that really drive us the problems we have is that there are the there are the secular values uh, the values that are centered on the ego uh, that get in the way in the Christian sense we call it sin Mm. A violation of God's purposes. Uh, and so we are, in a sense, in, in, in a conflict between uh, a, a, a conflict of values, a, a conflict of priorities, a conflict of our understanding of the, of the whole purpose of life. Uh, but we come out of traditions um, that believe that the earth is sacred, that life is sacred, and that we are called to uh, to embrace a vision of life that is better than 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 uh, than the reality that we experience, and persons who are rooted in that kind of faithfulness and rooted in the life of prayer and study of the Scripture um, have they developed the kind of spiritual strength that is necessary uh, to encounter that kind of world. This is hard work. Uh, as I said at the beginning, I'm, I've been an activist. I've, I've confronted uh, developers who are destroying low-income housing, politicians who are trying to give money away to the rich, you know, all these kinds of things. And you see the world going in the wrong direction, but I've never lost my faith. Uh, and uh, and I meet uh, colleagues like like uh, Rabbi Ted and Jamal, and and discover the kind of unity um, that we have uh, in terms of the kind of world that we feel compelled and called by our God uh, to create. Thank you. Okay. Sometimes I think that um, <clears throat> the notion we have that we can fix all the problems of the psyche and of the world are part of the problem itself. I think we are beings who live and awaken on, a mul on multiple dimensions of consciousness, of reality, and we have a tendency of wanting to live only in the light. It's like wanting to live on this level of reality and not cast a shadow. And the difficulty is that on this level of reality, wherever there's light, there's also shadow. Mm -hmm. And when we try to deny the shadow, we wind up accidentally projecting it out onto somebody else. And it leads us to want to kill them. Mm. So that uh, spiritual view, as far as I can tell, is one which transcends the polarity and strives to embrace both the light and the darkness in ways that can help us utilize all those energies. The, particularly the rabbis in the Hasidic tradition in the 18th century used to argue that everything that's created has the potential for good. So you can use any energy, any desire, any fantasy, you know, 
in the service of awakening. And our real quest is, how do we deal with the parts of ourselves which are unruly? How do we deal with the parts of each other that are unruly? And this speaks directly to your question about enslavement and freedom. On a physical level, of course, we're enslaved when we feel we have no options, when we feel powerless, when we feel in despair. Psychological enslavement is despair. Spiritual enslavement is where we limit our self-definition to the ego. When we think the personality, the conditional construct that each of us has created to meet our original environment and to help us survive and develop as individual beings, when we get confused and think that's all of who we are. So that within, within my tradition, there are approaches to each of those levels of the experience of enslavement and each of those levels of the experience of freedom. We, we constantly go back to the metaphor of an ancient Egypt where we were enslaved. Um, a place where we knew the, where we were stra- where we were strangers. So the tradition keeps saying, you know the heart of the stranger. Pay attention. Love everyone. Open your heart to those who are around you, particularly to the disenfranchised. But all of us have been around long enough to know that just marching... And just protesting um, isn't going to do it. There has to be some kind of deep inner change that can sustain the change in the outer world. And that inner change is what this conference is aiming for. Mm-hmm. The kind of freedom that flows from a spiritual awakening. What, what David talked about in terms of silence is exactly on point. It's like to create an environment where we are talking to each other, but in fact... The words we are sharing are not the most important thing. What's the most important thing is the level of conversation that's going on from the heart. Mm -hmm. That is a level of compassion which is embracing the whole being. And saying even to the parts of ourselves that despair, even to the parts of ourselves that are literally caught in physical enslavement in this world. We open to you with love. We open to you with compassion so that we can reach out in a physical way and feed ourselves and clothe ourselves and house ourselves and not just slip into the compelling pull of despair that seems to scream at us off the faces of our media, whether it's print or Uh television. Mm -hmm. When you talk about the term... um uh, sacred activists it it reminds me of a term that I have found very useful um, that I've learned from uh, some uh, some guides in my life uh, the term contemplative activist um, uh, Jim Wallace who's a, a well-known uh, Christian minister who's written some important books and has, has been trying to uh, provide some helpful uh, insight on the role of religion in public life in the last uh, few years um, I wrote a book a few years ago called Faith Works and in it he has an entire chapter on becoming a contemplative and he talks about being called to be a contemplative activist uh, very similar to the notion of a sacred activist and what he's saying there is that our activism is not 
uh, sufficient in and of itself. Uh, what is what are the wellsprings uh, uh, that we draw upon? Uh, what are the what are the spiritual roots that guide us and call us to our engagement uh, with the world? He, he talks about Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, when he was leading the civil rights movement, and uh, on the night before they would go to a, to a demonstration or a march, there would always be prayer. Uh, they would come together in worship. They would God, they would call on God for strength uh, and and for guidance. And uh, and there was even, I think, a sense of humility, uh, understanding that we think that what we're doing is right and we pray to God that it is and help us, if we're not right, to go in the right direction. Uh, that's that's, an, uh, that's a, an example of, of, of the movement of the Spirit from the notion of prayer and worship and coming together in community and then uh, moving, moving outward. But without, um, uh, without nurturing those deep, inner uh, uh spiritual energies uh we 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 will uh, we will finally kind of waste ourselves and find ourselves exhausted and begin to wonder you know what in the world uh, it, it's all about so it's a, uh, the the church of the savior in washington dc talks about a journey inward and a journey outward and that's really what the contemplative activists a sacred activist uh, life or dynamic is really all about finally is that we continue to live on that continuum and, and always look for this, the spiritual energies that, that call us and compel us and, and draw upon those as we also try to relate to the world and all of its complexities. Oh, thank you. Thank you, David. And Jamal, you know, I started, started this question, this line of thought here yes. with your... The point yes, that you yes. made, and uh, and of course, you know, you are, uh, you know, you are bringing people together, and it's yes. an interfaith ministry, right. and so you know, in this spirit of conversation, how can we look at the Sacred Activism Conference that's coming up in the spirit of, you know, perhaps maybe the intersection uh, of spirituality and in, in interperspectives in the name of right action. Well, let us ask ourselves, what does every single tradition ask us to do? That's a great uh, question. Uh, because we don't do it. Uh, the first thing every tradition says is transform yourself. In the Quran, it says there are three levels of the ego. And the uh, mystical saying is, Jamal, gather these scattered fragments of your ego and go beyond that. You don't have to believe in God to do what these Muslims call surrender. You can call God truth or justice or compassion. But you've got to do the work of becoming aware of what is called your water and clay component, mm. of what Rabbi Ted called your shadow, and gather them together. And this is the purpose, what Muslims call, of surrender, of opening up to a higher will, a higher consciousness, a higher intelligence. This is within everybody's power. That's the most important thing to do. See, see, Prophet Muhammad said, we do not see things as they are. We see things as we are. Mm. So that is number one. We have to do that. You might call it, the Quran also calls it, uh, as has been referred by David and um, uh, Ted about that, it's about opening up your heart. And how do you open up your heart? Really by by being spacious, by embracing not only your 10,000 joys of life, but also your 10,000 sorrows of life. So you create spaciousness. The Quran says, and I, God says, I created the earth as a carpet for you. 
so you may walk therein on spacious paths with an open heart. That's the first thing. Second thing every tradition says is, Jamal, be of service. Mm. Like Rumi says, be a lamp, a lifeboat, or a ladder. Be one of them. That's your purpose in life. The third purpose the Quran says, and I'll end with that. The Quran has two verses which we talk about all the time. It's a, in, the, in the Quran, God says, if God wanted, God could have made all of you one single community. But Allah chose to give you different languages, different colors, different religions, different books, different prophets, men, women, tribes, nations, all for one reason. That you might get to know one another. Oh my goodness, not that. Simple but easy. I love that because there's a, there's a saying that I use on this show that, you know, if God wanted us to kind of hang out in our own closets, each one of us would have been given our own planet. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You'd have had the planet Jamal, That's planet right. David, and planet uh, Rabbi yeah. Ted. There and we mine go. is better than yours. <laughs> oh, that would be. <laughs> We'd probably compare size. That's what we like to do. There's a simple dynamic, Pat, that this brings to mind. Uh, and again, I think common to all of our uh, faith traditions and also symptomatic of the, um, of the challenges we face in our culture. And that is it's not about me. It is ultimately about us. And part of the challenge I think that we all have is, is enabling, ch- challenging and enabling and freeing people to move beyond uh, their own ego and their own concerns and their own self-centeredness into a larger sense of what the purpose of life is, which is finally being in relationship with one another and being in relationship with our God. Okay, now on that note, what I'd like to do is we're going to take a short break. And when we come back from the break, I'd like to hear from you how this upcoming conference, which, which uh, by the way, is the first in as, uh, from what I understand, uh, you know, on the heels of this conference, there have been so many requests to do this across the, across the globe. But what I would like to hear from you when we come back, how the things we've just talked about will show up at this upcoming conference. But before we do, I understand you're going to sing to our uh, listeners. We're going to sing a song. All right. Let's do that as we go to break. You want to explain the song with the Ted? They're getting geared up. They are geared yeah, up. Yeah, we're getting geared up. Let's do this right, right now. All okay, right, so here we, we go. We can do the, 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 the call do ourselves, the do-up. We call ourselves the traveling band, and we often go to communities to talk about spiritual activism. We've been calling it spiritual activism, sacred activism, you know, same kind of thing, to talk about the roots in each of our spiritual traditions, which express as social activism in our culture Mm -hmm. and in our lives as a way of expressing the shared universal we have a song which follows from the a chant of bismillah um, combining arabic hebrew and english so the arabic is bismillah irrahmani rahim in the name of your creator infinitely compassionate and merciful La ilaha il Allah. There is no reality but that one reality. And the Hebrew is Adonai Hu Ha Elohim Hu, which is the absolute eternal, is that being who awakens within each one of us as our God. That is the one. And the English is it's all one and I am 
as I am. And that's translated, it's all one and I am as I am. <laughs> that's very good. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Dan. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know how we come across, but our intentions are very pure. Hey, you know what? If I can sing on the radio. So can we. You huh? can do it. <laughs> Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah Adonai hu ha Elohim hu Adonai hu ha Elohim hu It's all one and I am as I am It's all one and I am as I am Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute. Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Hello, this is Dr. Nusheen Darvish from Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue, bringing you the Holistic Health Tip of the Week. Every one of us will suffer from back pain at some point in our lives. Prevention is most important. Stretch and exercise regularly, especially the low back and abdominal muscles, to keep those areas strong and flexible. If back injury does occur, ice the area and rest immediately. Homeopathic magnesium sulfate, bromelain from pineapple, and medical-grade fish oil can be beneficial in reducing muscle spasm, inflammation, and pain. This is Dr. Darvish from Holistic Medical Center. If you need more information regarding alternative natural therapies, please contact us at 425-451-0404, 425-451-0404, or visit us at drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you feeling stuck, heavy, or crusted over in some part of your life? Have you lost your spark? Would you like help realizing your dream? Do you know what you want? Call Dr. Pat Basile, certified career and belief coach, who wants to help you stop those negative thoughts that keep you running in circles. This award-winning author and researcher, Dr. Pat Basile, brings a powerful, innovative approach to helping individuals live life full out. Call 206-523-5522 for a free consultation. That's 206-523-5522. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. New Spirit Journal. Let the adventure begin. 
At New Spirit Journal, we want to inform, inspire, uplift, and amuse you. Our readers have in common an interest in life and in the deeper meanings life can offer. We don't claim to have all the answers, but we can start you asking questions. Our writers and advertisers share their techniques, new ideas, and products. Whatever it is, they want to share something they believe will make your life better in some way. Something that might challenge how you think and act today. Something that might make you question something you currently believe or do. You'll find New Spirit Journal at bookstores, cafes, churches, and meeting places the first week of each month. Pick up a copy and let it take your spirit where it will. You can visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. That's NewSpiritJournal.com. Make yourself an adventure today. Hi, this is Dennis Sikowski, your REMAX Champions real estate professional with the tip of the week. If you're currently renting, it's simple. You're getting no financial return for your money. In fact, you're paying the owner's mortgage. There are two important ways a homeowner saves money. First, all the real estate taxes and the interest you're paying on the loan, which is 90 to 95% of your monthly payment, is tax deductible. This means several thousand dollars per year you do not pay to the IRS. Secondly, within 10 to 15 years, the average home will double in value. So if you're renting, call me, Dennis, at 888-62-DREAM. We can talk in real terms about you becoming a homeowner. Remember, dial 888-62-DREAM for a free personalized assessment that may surprise you. 888-62-DREAM. See you next time with the tip of the week. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 Adonai hu ha Elohim hu Adonai hu ha Elohim hu It's all one and I am as I am It's all one and I am as I am does that say it all? Welcome back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We're talking today uh, about, well, a number of different things, but really this is an invitation. And I think, as all three of my guests talked about, an invitation to open your heart and come together at the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference, which will be at the Linwood Center in uh, on May 11th through 14th. If you'd like to find out more about this, then for sure you can go to wisdomuniversity.org, click on the icon or the beautiful graphic of the conference and you will be able to find out many many things about uh, the speakers on thursday friday saturday and sunday and friday morning of course uh the keynote is by marianne williamson and then uh you three you will be getting together to talk about the power of interfaith spirituality 
So that should be a, a fabulous, fabulous session. And I'm just giving you a flavor of some of the events and some of the things that are going to happen at this conference. The thing I want to make sure you know is that you will get to bring who you are to the conference, regardless of where you are in your life, where you are with your political opinions, where you are with your spiritual practice, and engage fully in conversation that is from the heart. It is without judging who you are, who I am, who's right, who's wrong. It is a gathering of many hearts. And that's the spirit that this conference was created uh, and based on. And this is and, and we're honored that it's here in Seattle. And don't forget, if you buy one between now and next Friday, which is the 17th St. Patty, my Patty Day name, if, buy one conference pass, regardless of what it is, you will get one conference pass uh, free. Uh, that doesn't apply to the student passes. So this is, and it could be one day, two day, three day, four. Okay, thank you, our Rabbi Ted Falcon, David Bloom, and of course Jamal Rahman. Uh, thank you. And and closing today's show, what I'd like to to have you talk about is how these wonderful, beautiful, realistic principles are a call to action and will be included and evolved through this upcoming conference. Anyone. I would, I would, I would just uh, make a very short statement. To okay. me, it's really about opening up the heart. If I had to summarize it, it's about building community that is spacious, that is inclusive, uh, that really is heartfelt. So if I may quote that wonderful verse from Rumi who says, Oh, please come out of the circle of time. And enter the circle of love. There's space for everyone. Doesn't matter what your views are. Doesn't matter who you are. So I want to give this insight of this wonderful dissident. What was his name, that um, Russian dissident? Sholzenetsky. Sholzenetsky, yes. Who said that, you know, if only it was so simple that there's some evil people out there, some evil terrorists, and all you have to do is simply isolate them, separate them, and destroy them. But the truth is that the line of evil runs through every single human heart. And who is willing to tear a piece of his or her own heart? So here we are in this conference to heal ourselves by embracing our 10,000 joys and sorrows, opening up our hearts, being spacious, inclusive, and creating genuine, authentic, global community. Mm, thank you. <clears throat> I think... Um, I say amen to that and um, kind of add a footnote that it's about opening ourselves to greater inclusivity and bringing that which we are reminded of. You know, the difference between spiritual learning and all other learning is that spiritual learning we've actually already got inside of us and we need environments where we are reminded of our own wisdom and of our own compassion. And I'm hoping that this will be a conference which, in fact, will create that environment and that atmosphere. That's what each of us attempts to do in our worship environment. And the task is to bring it into where we live. Like to take that energy of hopefulness and of open-heartedness and live it into our homes and into Excellent. our relationships and into our workplaces. And not think that it's just about out there. It's just about solving problems out there. It is so tempting to get lost in that and fail to do the real work, the hard work, 
which is right where we live, which is inside our own minds and inside our own hearts, mm -hmm. supporting each other by embracing the wholeness of self and of other and honoring our common quest. One of the challenges that we face in doing that work is that we live in a culture that is very rational, uh, very oriented to the material, a culture that does not value or honor things of the heart. Uh, there's a lot of lip service, I think, given to, to so-called heartfelt kinds of experiences. But, uh, you know, in, we can... Uh, it's a we're very much a left brain culture mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the kind of rational thing and um well spirituality is something that is a is a right brain experience it, it's it's experience at the affective the intuitive uh, the kind of deeper inner level and that's the, one of the ch important challenges we face um people are are searching and yearning for some kind of meaning in, in the in in their lives and What's the one of the biggest ways that they try to fill that? They go shopping, and um, they go shopping, drinking, or eating. Right, and then uh, there but are they try others. to fill their lives, fill those voids with material things, and they discover it doesn't work, and they're still empty, and they're still looking. And so, I what we would be hoping to do at the conference would be would be saying, look, folks, there is another way. Um, let's take some time to be silent. Let's take some time to look inward, and listen to the voice of God, who may have a whole whole new message for us thank you thank you so much and i totally get that i used to call myself a professional channel surfer so i absolutely <laughs> know what it's like uh, to divert the energy that's just screaming to come out to something something else yes. and uh, i want to thank you thank you uh, uh rabbi ted falcon and david bloom and uh, jamal Rahman. Thank, thank you it's really and interesting you talk channel surfing it's the channels on the outside versus the channels on the inside mm. isn't you know, that because each of us is a channel yes. we are a channel for that wholeness and that holiness and that sacredness which needs to bear fruit in the world through action on that note we're going to end this show. You've been listening to the Dr. Pat Show. And again, we've been talking about the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference. And um, we, we really thank each and every one of you for listening to the show today. And again, if you want to find out more, it's uh, www.wisdomuniversity.org. And all you have to do is click on the Sacred Activism icon. Uh, pretty soon, from what I understand, the entire program will be up, which will take you through uh, the opening uh, ceremonies Thursday's event of course with uh, Andrew Harvey and, and Carolyn Mace and then of course Friday's keynote with uh, Marianne Williamson and of course uh, the three folks that were here today and then evening programs I mean this is a full conference this begins in the morning and goes through the evening there will be places for uh, all of us to, to gather to chat uh, then there will be conversations with Robert Kennedy and uh, it, you know what the folks that put this together, this is, this is absolutely coming from the heart because I don't think I've ever seen anything come uh, to being in such a short period of time so full with the blessings. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150 and every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com.
views expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk 1150 KKNWC.